Good afternoon, this is Jennifer Scheich with the College of Aces here at the University of Illinois. We just finished another great Ask Aces Twitter chat with Dr. Prasanta Kalita and Dr. Matthew Stachevich. So today is World Food Day and we're celebrating the researchers, producers, and humanitarians who dedicate their careers to solving one of the most pressing issues facing our world, feeding 9 billion people by 2050. So today we're going to talk with Prasanta and Matt about what they're doing here at the University of Illinois College of Aces regarding food waste and food loss. So to begin with, I'd like to have each of you tell us a little bit about what you do here in the College of Aces and how you are working on solving some of these problems. Matt? Hello, so I'm an assistant professor of applied food safety in the Department of Food Science and Human Nutrition, and my work focuses on improving microbial food safety, trying to find um, better methods to identify hazards in food and ultimately remove them, uh, which is one piece of the puzzle for reducing food waste and food loss because, you know, obviously if food is unsafe, it shouldn't be consumed, and so then if the problem is then to discard the unsafe food, well, that's something that couldn't be um, eaten, so wouldn't it be better to prevent that um, in the first place? Um, and in addition, in driving improvements in safety, often um, the close cousin in the microbial world of safety is quality, and you can often get benefits to both um, to further preserve food. So that's a bit about me. I'm a professor in agricultural and biological engineering department. You know, for last more than a couple of decades, I have been working in the area of water, water management, water quality environmental sustainability and, and, and those kind of areas. However, for last several years, I have worked as a director of the ADM Institute for Post-Harvest Loss Prevention. In that capacity, I have worked in extensive ways in food security, food loss, and food waste um, uh, at, at different uh, countries in the world, you know, South America, Brazil, India, China, Africa, and all those kind of things out there. So I, I'm still learning the various ways to reduce food loss and food waste and, 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 and those issues that, that are within the realm of our food security and, uh, and, and how the farmers can get benefit from reducing some of the losses. Uh, since last year, I have started working as the Associate Dean for Academic Programs here in the College of ACES. Well, thank you. So to get started, Matt, let's talk a little bit about this obvious paradox that we have. How can food waste and loss exist in a world where so many are hungry? Right. That, that seems puzzling at first, but it, the simple answer to the question is that the folks that are hungry um, often don't have access to the specific food that is being wasted or, or being lost from the food supply. And there's a couple of fairly clear examples. Given that many of the hungry are um, small producers in largely rural areas and underdeveloped countries, one of the ways that they tend to make a living is, is growing um, their food supply. Um, attempting to preserve it throughout the year and then waiting until the next harvest. Um, so when those losses occur throughout storage, right, that's not food that they would have eaten because they had food at the time, but they're trying to preserve it throughout what would be considered the lean season. That's one way. Um, the other opportunity we could talk about is when food is, is wasted in you know, the developed world, our groceries, our restaurants, our fridges, right, we're not the folks that are hungry. And so there's a mismatch of um, supply and demand there as well. How can reducing food waste and loss serve as a tool to reduce hunger? Sure. And this is where I think the opportunities um, become very exciting. Uh, the first answer is that 
by reducing waste, uh, we can grow the pie, uh, almost literally, uh, in that sense, because there will be more food available um, for folks to eat, especially if we can solve some of the distribution challenges, um, the transmission challenges are related to it. Um, another good opportunity relates to what I described with the small farmers, um, growers, traders, right? When there's loss in their supplies, um, that can also be a loss of product, a loss of value. And so if we can preserve their harvest and allow them to, to sell that to uh, make more money and have a more economic stability, that can then give them capacity to, to purchase food if they need, as well as school fees and everything else that will just improve the full um, rural value chain. So let's talk a little bit about the role that farmers play in reducing food waste and loss. Prasanta, could you give us some insight on what farmers can do? The farmers have a significant role to play in, especially in the case of uh, preventing food losses or reducing food loss. You know, uh, the first of all, uh, informing farmers about the food loss happens and they are preventable. That's one of the struggles that people have been um, uh, the, the dealing with, that people, the farmers have never been told that the losses can be uh, preventable. So the, the, the farmers, they are the one that will, you know, whatever technology or policies and every the practices that uh, are being developed to reduce food loss, the, they are the one they are going to implement. They have to implement it on their farms, on their, um, you know, the neighborhood, and and they have to monitor. They have to work closely with with people, uh, extension services, technocrats, policymakers, and everybody else out there. So the farmers, uh, finally, you know, they have to buy into through this process of mutual understanding, looking at the benefit that the the post service losses our food waste programs are going to bring to their families, increasing their, their uh, income, daily income, as Matt uh, mentioned that earlier out there. So they need to be convinced that this is going to help them lead a better life. And they will have their income going high, and they will have, you know, they will contribute less to the environmental degradation by all this carbon dioxide emissions and other things that we discuss in the podcast. So for example, you know, the farmers will have to know what is the right moisture content to harvest the crops. Farmers, they have to know what are the low cost adaptable technologies to dry their crops. What are some of those, uh, the storage bags, the units that are available and, and, and where to get that uh, what are some of the, uh, the other practices they have to, you know, mold into the, the whole, uh, their food chains that from field to the market. So they have to implement those things in collaborating, in collaboration with, with the researchers, extension people, policymakers, people that are going to fund this kind of uh, um, the work that, that, that farmers are involved. So Matt, you play a role in this next part with some of your research that you're working on in the Department of Food Science and Human Nutrition. Can you talk to us a little bit about the role that the processors, the retailers, and the restaurants play in reducing food waste and loss? Of course. Um, that middle section of the chain um, goes from the farm um, to ultimately consumers, you know, putting the food on their forks. And there's a lot of science and technology that's been developed um, 
in food science um, departments as well as other fields to, to do the basics of, of food preservation. Um, and we shouldn't discount the, the great work that's already been done. Um, but like every other um, challenge, that there's more that, that can be done. So um, processors, um, particularly when, they, when they're buying commodities, need, need to preserve them. And so there's a lot of work that goes into grain storage, um, properly, a lot of cold chains and other ways to um, save perishable foods like fruits, vegetables, meats, right? And all of that um, saves a lot of food, um, basically to basically to allow them to make a profit um, as as well as, as as to retain food. But more um, can continue to be done. For an example, some of the work um, th that our lab and other folks are doing in related to grain, you know, um, Persantha was talking about drying the grain in better storage bags, you know, but ultimately there could be some um, fungal toxins that accumulate. Um, and one of the technologies we're working on is ways to identify at the single kernel level where those exist so that maybe we could develop technologies to sort the good grain from the bad and rather than throw out the bulk only um, remove what's particularly hazardous. There's another um, big level for uh, retailers and restaurants. Um, one aspect there is that they're producing food for sale. And if the customers don't consume all of that food, um, that would otherwise be, be wasted um, or, or, or specifically considered um, a losses. And, and there's a lot of opportunities, um, particularly in the food science and technology world, to ensure that that otherwise wasted food can be repurposed. Um, but a lot of challenges um, institutions face in repurposing that food to preserve the safety, the quality, and not expose them to risk. And so we hope that we can also give guidance to retailers and restaurants on how to distribute food to food pantries or to folks in need um, while still um, applying appropriate appropriate science and technology to do that well. And so now let's talk about the consumers a little bit. How can consumers play a role in reducing food waste and loss? Well, one direct way that consumers can do this is to be um, much more, and I'll borrow something that Prasantha would say, intentional about their choices in um, food, right? To purchase um, food that they know they will consume, you know, trying to work through their fridge and consuming those things that are more likely to perish um, first. Um, but I think there's also much more that can be done to eliminate some of the drivers of waste and loss. That can be in restaurants and buffets, not taking more than you uh, want to eat. Um, and then I think there's an important level that has been talked about in the food world of you know, voting with your dollars, um, where if we can support institutions that do um, work hard to prevent waste, prevent loss, um, we can support groups that are doing um, that well. And that could be both buying from companies that have good policies, that could be donating to um, food banks and food kitchens, that could be giving of time and money. There's lots of opportunities where you can go beyond just your own personal choices for your own food to influence the system to make a broader change. One other point that comes to my mind is that uh, a member of our community sent a question in about her concern that a lot of food waste comes from food purchases that might have been bad uh, from the start, you know, small numbers of um, berries in a, in a pack that are moldy, right? You see that with strawberries or, or maybe, you know, lettuce that's a bit um, spoiled on the inside. Um, what are opportunities there? And I think there's a, a few things that even as a consumer level you can do. Um, one is there's a 
vibrant community of small-scale food processors. You can can, you can make jams, you can um, freeze um, foods yourself to prevent some of those problems or use some of that food that's going um, in ways that um, can be done safe and well. Another good opportunity um, is to scour the often back of grocery stores and other opportunities where they'll sell um, seconds food or, or food that's close to its expiration date. And, you know, if you can purchase that and, and use that well and quickly and appropriately, um, you'll keep something out of the landfill um, as well as often save a little bit of money. So what is the University of Illinois, and particularly the College of ACES, doing to reduce food waste and loss in our community and across the world? Prasanta, could you share a little with us? The, the College of ACES and, and our university, they're actually doing a lot of work. Let me first address what we are doing in the world and the globally. So uh, several years ago, uh, we have established the ADM Institute for Post-Harvest Loss Prevention. Through that institute, we have connected with the global community and in almost in every continent. We partner with, uh, with various uh, different governments, policymakers, farmer organizations, educational uh, institutions, and all out there. So the, our college uh, brought up this, you know, the, the basic questions, what are some of the you know, low-hanging fruits that we could be doing to help farmers preventing post-harvest losses? And then we came up with, with, a, with a bunch of things, you know, items, and we prioritized that. And now we are actually implementing that. And one is the, the educational aspect of it, developing awareness of the program uh, of, of food loss and food waste. So. We have developed, the University of Illinois is the first one that has developed the Coursera course on post-harvest loss prevention 101. And today we have thousands of people all over the world they are taking our course. Everybody appreciates that. You know, the USDA knows about that. Rockefeller knows about that. USAID, they are, you know, now asking us if we will be interested in uh, developing more advanced level classes. So, you know, we have brought some kind of a sensation on, you know, that food loss happens, it's preventable, and we all can work towards that. On the technology aspects, our university, they're developing, you know, uh, affordable, farmers' affordable, low-tech uh, methods and practices, and we are evaluating that, and the farmers are liking that all over the world. So uh, for both storage as well as the drying and then also you are bringing the market information around within you know the farmers are living in a remote area most farmers they do so we are giving them the market information of their grains within the 10 miles radius from their home so they are now getting those type of informations out there locally you know we have connected through our um, office of extension a community in rental and a community here in champagne we are looking at you know producing uh, those crops like tomatoes and all how to store them and how to transport it to the local markets out there so we are trying to work on that but these are all on the on the specs of food food loss Food waste, you know, again, uh, things are being done right now. We have several of our colleagues in the college. They are trying to, you know, just quantify the aspects of the waste that's happening from our campuses and the restaurants and the dining halls and all out there. Unless you get a good grip of, you know, how much is being lost, how are you going to develop the practices to reduce those. So we are in that process now, identifying the losses. 
on the student's perspective, our students, you probably would be so happy to know that you know one of the students from our college of ACES and one from the engineering, they, they made a team together. They have developed a nice computer app. They're working with the grocery store managers and, 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 and they would like to work with more with the restaurant managers about you know running their uh, uh, th 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 using their app uh, for example in the grocery store when the manager goes you know scanning their food items and if they see the food is about to be expired within next few days or so they will just press a button and that information will immediately go to the local food banks or food pantries and they will be uh, uh, running and then getting their food so they can distribute it to the local deserving communities and all out there. So, you know, I see big, uh, lot of opportunities that that are coming on the food waste prevention. And I think our college uh, has, um, has played a big role and will continue to play a big role. One of the things that struck me during our Twitter chat were some of the statistics that you shared, Prasanta, about the hunger problem here on our own campus. Could you elaborate and share with our listeners a little bit more about that situation? Three years ago, when our then-Chancellor Barb Wilson asked me to go and attend a conference in the University of Missouri, it's called PUSH, Presidents United to Solve Hunger. My eyes got open, and you know, I was very sad First time to learn that we have about, on an average, 25% of the college kids uh, in the U.S. that suffer from hunger. And, you know, since then, you know, I, I, I have taken that as a mission to educate our people, our uh, the, the university administrators and others to, to bring that information to them and see what we can do to reduce college hunger. The, the first time uh, the University of California at Berkeley people, they have published articles on that. Now, you know, more and more, almost on a daily basis, you see that, uh, that, that the, the, the proof that college, both four-year and two-year institution students are suffering. Inner city colleges, that hunger rate is a lot higher than some of the rural-based uh, university, maybe, for example, University of Illinois. So you can see that in a latest publication show that at the uh, University of the California State University, that rate of hungry students can go as high as 40 to 45 percent. Those are very disturbing numbers. We did a small sample uh, at our University of Illinois Urbana Champaign with our colleagues from the School of Social Work. Their results show that out of 800 students that they surveyed, about 19 percent of the students, they suffer from hunger. So, you know, this is doing a big damage for our students. Their academic performance go down. It alleviates, you know, your mental disturbances and other things. You know, it, it reduces their confidence level and all out there. So we, these are very serious. And the nationally, I think the, the Association of Public Land Grant University, APLU now uh, is, is talking about that. Last year in 2016, APLU national meeting, there are two huge sessions on college hunger, campus hunger. So we are working on that issue. We at the University of Illinois have um, uh, invited to host, uh, or actually we, we invited, uh, we proposed to host the 2018 PUSH conference, Presidents United to Solve Hunger on our campus, the sister organization called Universities Fighting World Hunger. 
and push and uh, universities fighting world hunger. These two organizations are working side by side. We are planning, we have a big, um, you know, a, a, a huge plan in place and we are trying to get some world figures, some other uh, dignitaries to come and give keynote speeches on our campus about this, how all of us can work on reducing the campus hunger problem. So if we have listeners listening today who might be interested in furthering their education, or if we have um, people that haven't pursued a degree before interested in in, um, doing something like you guys are doing, can you share a little bit with us about how they could find pathways to do this through a degree here in the College of ACES? Uh, Matt, do you want to start us off and talk specifically about the department that you are part of? Sure. I think the Department of Food Science and Human Nutrition is is a fascinating department to work on these problems of food waste, lost, and and hunger um, because our department has leaders in chemistry, microbiology, engineering, biochemistry, uh, nutrition, psychology, behavior, um, community work, all of the aspects that are domains in and of themselves, but we all are brought together around this problem of the food system and how people interface with that to, to live better. And so, you know, if you were to come to our department for an undergraduate degree or a graduate degree or, or other coursework, um, we would be able to train you in the, the strong science that is required to advance the realms of possibility um, with a a thorough appreciation of the application to the food system, to the consumer, um, and really ways to drive change. So I just think that's what our department does um, uniquely well um, in in ACES. And then I think um, Prasantha can talk more about, uh, more broadly, um, the other departments as well. Well, you know, this whole issue of food loss, food waste, is a complex problem. And, you know, the college, within the the programs, that we offer from the college, seven departments, and then uh, ag- agricultural education and agricultural communication programs. We are at a, in, a, in a very good position to, to offer uh, our students any areas of the food loss, food waste, food security overall in the whole umbrella under the food security. I think we are in a good position to transform our students' lives in that someone would like to pursue a career for the society. And you know, as I said, it's a very complex problem. Different, different crops uh, are lost, are, are, are different based on where you're talking about. You know, different processes, the losses are different. You know, then we bring the food safety issue as, as Matt was referring to. So, you know, that you need the economists to, to, to tell us if the if the, the practices that we are developing, are they sustainable, are they affordable? And you know, then we have, you know, we have engineers, we have lawyers, we have economists, we have crop producers, we have plant breeders, we had uh, people in the, in the human and family um, uh, studies program, they would be able to tell us, are these programs developing our communities? Are they bringing good health, you know, good, good community building practices, exercises out together? And you know, natural resources and environment, they look at whole ecosystem, you know, the health of the, you know, the, the ecosystem, water, soils, and everything else. So, you know, look at that, what people need, you know, you get up in the morning, you need food, and everybody needs that one. So if someone would really like to, you know, make a hunger-free world, I think our college has each and every ingredient to educate uh, people and then, and then prepare 
the you know the work line force to solve this big problem well, i just want to thank you both um for taking time out of your busy schedules to spend um educating and informing us about what is taking place in our college um how our college is impacting our community our state and our world um, there's so many exciting things going on here in aces and i look forward to what's next and what you guys will be working on in the future and i'm excited about all of the young people that you are helping to train and bring into this career field um, because it's it's more important than ever and we're just grateful for all that you do to try to stop hunger and try to um, help decrease food waste and food loss specifically um, thanks for joining us for ask aces we really appreciate your support of our podcast and we look forward to visiting with you again next month. Have a great day.